0: One of my favorite sports memories is I was an intern as a University of Missouri graduate and a kid of Missouri and Iowa. I was an intern at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch newspaper in the summer of 1999. And I drove around listening to sports talk radio and the hype and the excitement and the joy and the promise of that Rams team and what they might be. And so when they won that Super Bowl and all the success that they had, I felt like I shared a little piece of that joy just having sort of been there driving around as a kid or a young man listening to what Marshall Falk and and then Kurt Warner after an injury got him into that position. That whole team could do. And so to be sitting here with the Hall of Famer, the Super Bowl champion, the MVP, a man who is going to talk to us about a really important cause, the truth about drugs. We'll get into that. Marshall Falk is a pretty amazing situation 25, 24 years later. Good morning, Mr. Falk. Good morning, Bill. Uh, I, I just want to say, wasn't
1: it like a surprise? It was like, where did this team come from?
0: I felt like I knew it was coming because I had listened, to, I told my buddies, I think they're going to be really, oh, no, you know what you're talking about, man. You know what you're talking about. That Warner guy, I don't even know who that is. It worked yeah. out,
1: didn't it? Yeah, no, it did, man. It did. And and, and I, I remember the year before, uh, we scrimmaged the Rams. I was with the Colts, and we had a joint scrimmage because um, Dick Vermeil and um and our head coach they coached Jim Moore, they coached together at UCLA. So they decided oh, right. we met in Champaign, Illinois, and we spent 3 days together yep. practicing against each other. And I was like, "Man, these dudes are pretty good." You could see it. Yeah, I mean, you could see that they were pretty good. Um and that was like right before uh, coach Vermeil they, they they asked him to make some changes on his staff the next year, so he brought in Mike Martz and yep. a lot of things changed on defense and um Man, that was such a such a special year. I, I tell people all the time, one of the greatest rooms to walk into, with a bunch of guys who just was looking at each other like, man, we're tired of losing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're tired of losing. like, why can't we win? And when when collectively everybody has the same agenda, which is winning, you end up winning. When guys are thinking about getting paid or how many stats that they have, it actually wears on the team.
0: It's, I love that you bring that up because we, we talked about that a little bit on the NBA trade deadline, a lot in the NFL, how as fans, right, and sports media people, sports fans, we talk about the things that we can quantify or we can measure. We talk about stats. We talk about to the degree we can see talent. Talent, it's hard to measure how much human beings get along with each other, who wants it for what reasons, who's motivated by what they're motivated by. But as a guy that was in these locker rooms, it sounds like who the people were, and all the details of being a human being it matters had a big impact. It matters, man. It,
1: it matters. like uh, mo, mo, most of the times the teams that win, the team that, that the gli, the guys are closer. Yeah. And they're, they're a, they're a tighter knit team. Like when you and I'm going to say this, when it. you watch Philadelphia, that looks like a team, like all three phases of the game, no matter who's out there, they understand that they're playing for the other guys as well. You can see that. They have that. Oh, yeah. They have the attention to detail, uh, just, the, just the, 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 the not wanting to
0: let the other guy down. It, it shows in your play. I love it. Uh, Marshall Falk, the Hall of Famer here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk about the truth about drugs in, in just a minute here. Here's a, a thing we were pondering that you can answer that I couldn't. When you, you played for guys who played at the highest level, you play this game your whole life, I would imagine through college and the pros, week 11 game, there's not as much nerves. It's something you've done. It's football. You you can go out there. You've had the reps. How long you played in two, if I remember right. It's Super Bowls. To what degree does does it just feel like a game or not once the game actually gets going? Um, <clears throat> right, like it's like a normal game. Probably you know
1: first to second series. Okay. Uh, you can you can you can like settle in and just just play, and there's times in the game that. You want to think about what's going on, but you have to tell yourself to just play, and and it's you have to be in the moment. Like this play, this is my assignment. Here's what I must do. Not worried about what the outcome could be from that play. That could
0: affect that series. That could affect the whole game. Marshall Valk here on, on the show. If you're the Eagles, and it sounds like and they're a team. They're they're an actual unit. They're a group that get along. And they're really formidable on paper. They've earned their way here, but they have not. For the, for in large part, these guys haven't been through some of the things and experience in this that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and other guys have been. What do you, What do you try to do? Haven't been through it, Marshall Falk, In the lead up to a couple of days from now, to try and, and just make sure you're in the right headspace or whatever you need to be to go out there and, and win this game. You know, if I'm if I'm Sirianni, I'm I'm gonna remind them that
1: this team, that's that we're about to play against the Kansas City Chiefs, although they have guys that have won Super Bowl and played Super Bowls, this team is not that team. This team is not the team who lost one, and this team is not the team who won one. They are the team that you watch play this season, and they have to play this game the same way you do. And guess what? Just because you play the game doesn't mean that you're not going to be nervous. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be worried. It doesn't, doesn't mean that you're not going to have concerns. That's all I let my guys know. I would, I would, I would really, because I, I would take the approach, they have to play the game the same way we do. And, and if you look at it, both teams have been pretty darn good the whole year, but I feel like Philadelphia has been more
0: consistent. What's your level of concern, if you're the Chiefs? I just saw the Chiefs owner Clark Hunt walking around. What should his level of concern be about Patrick Mahomes' ankle, given the fact we, we don't entirely know where he's at? <clears throat> I don't think that matters. You don't? I, I, I think the performance that he put on,
1: Versus Cincinnati, I, with with two we in one week after hurting, I, I was like that. I mean, that's it didn't even bother me. I was like, he's this good. This guy's
0: gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're worried about Mahomes' ankle, you're in trouble. Marshall Falk <coughs> here here on the show. Um, Radio row's cool. It's exciting. Uh, we get to have luminaries like yourself come in talk about various things that they're working with. It's always really, for me at least, it's meaningful and cool when the thing you want to talk about is important and it matters, with, with no disrespect to the many products that are pitched over the course of this week, but you're actually working on reminding folks and talking to folks about the truth about drugs. Can you give us a sense of of what your message is? and, and why? Because you have a huge platform. You that's could, it. You that, can do what you want, it. whatever you want.
1: That's it. Why and, this? Uh, and, and making a choice to decide on what you push. Obviously, it's not just because I have kids. It's because there's a lot of kids out here. Um, And we know the epidemic that's going on with 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 how cavalier we are now with drug use. It's just, you know, uh, we we've made marijuana not a drug almost in the sense that uh, in some states it's legalized. And I don't want to tell people what to do. I just want them to be educated on what they do. And 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 now this whole fentanyl problem has become something that even in even in 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 prescription drugs, yeah, it's it's being laced with fentanyl. A
0: good friend of mine's son died of of fentanyl overdose a couple years ago. It's a real thing. And this is this
1: is the issue this this conversation used to be about drug addiction and drug use fentanyl brings in death immediate like there's there's no rehab there's we're talking about instant death so now now what's important is in in these books is reading understanding before you even make the choice to try something you could save your life by being informed and saying you know what i don't want to feel like this i don't want to do this you know what my natural high is better than whatever high this is. And and that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to provide the education and the information for people to go. Drugfreeworld.org
0: Drugfreeworld.org <clears throat> And it is a, so I have a 13-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old son, and, and the way that we thought we were going to have conversations about drug use when they were born is totally shifted for the reasons you're talking about. Because it's and I'm not making a judgment on anyone's lifestyle, right? It's not my thing. But it's so prevalent, we can't tell our kids that it's legal in in, in many of the states and we live in california legal or not legal it's everywhere and so it it, it is it's a great cause the truth about drugs can you give me the website one more time for folks drugfreeworld.org drugfreeworld.org marshall falk i'm talking about and 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 giving a message on something that really matters the hall of famer the super bowl champion the mvp that's by the way it's a lot of really cool things like just i had to write them all down that's a hell. That's a great life and, and legacy. Just, just a little resume. <laughs> it's a, li- it's a pretty good resume. <laughs> hanging out this here on, on CBS Sports Radio. Let me, let me throw a football question at you. That's maybe it's random, but there have, been, there's been a lot of talk about neutral site AFC, NFC championship games. After that almost happened uh, this past year, and in the, in the NFL's perspective that there would be some revenue in that respect. Again, you, you played in a bunch of these. Is that something as a former player that you think would be good for or detrimental to the game if you had? The AFC and NFC championship games at neutral, random cities every year.
1: Um, I, I believe what you fight for is to have that game at home. Your fans, you, you fight, you fight for that. You fight for that right now. I can understand the Super Bowl, but to defend your conference, you fight for that right. That's what it's all about. If if, if why, why do you why do you fight for the right to have first place if, if you don't get to play the championship game in front of your fans? That's a you know, and I and, and I get it. You know, Cincinnati, they've and, and some other teams, they've went into other people's facilities and beat them. But who who, who cares if if you got to go through Buffalo? Whether well, Buffalo should have an advantage if it's cold or Cincinnati, the same way the Steelers used to have an advantage. You know, you want you you want to you you, you I, I want to reward the team who is the best. If you have to go through Philly, you got to go through Philly because <laughs> they they earned the right. To play the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. They're fans.
0: They, they deserve that. I'm with you, man. I'm Marshall Falk here on the show. The game has evolved and changed a lot in the last 5, yes. 10, 15, 20 years. And, and today, obviously, it, not that the run game doesn't matter. The Eagles have a very, very oh, dominant run game. But it's different. And multi, like running backs who can also catch the ball to the backfield, uh, really important. You've got Travis Kelsey, who, who's a tight end and a great tight end, but he's obviously a, a receiving weapon. Uh, guys throw the ball so many times now. Again I watched those Rams teams because I was in Missouri do you ever look back at what you guys did and what you did I mean you were such a multifaceted weapon and, and and think maybe what the Rams did what Marshall Falk did what Kurt Warner did what that team did was a part of pointing the NFL in the direction its, it's heads with them we, we, we changed the game
1: yeah let's, let's just let's just say as 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 Don Coriel did what he did Mike March and how we played we really changed the game before us. Before us, the, 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 the notion was in the league. If your quarterback threw the ball 25 times or more, it was because you were losing or about to lose. And then when we came in, if your quarterback now, if you look at the league, if you threw the ball, if you throw the ball less than 25 times, you're probably losing.
0: <laughs> you're the wrong quarterback. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it, it just, it's, it's unheard of now. I mean, we, we threw the ball 35,
0: 40 times a game, and they called us crazy. They did. People thought, sort of like the Warriors in the NBA. People, I remember people nationally thinking, "This, this thing, this thing can't. This is yeah. a, it's tricks, it's
1: illusions. Yeah, and, it and, won't work." And and now, and and, and listen, the, the NFL, they assisted in it. I don't want to say it was just us with all the rules when you pass the ball, whether it's to the quarterback right. or to the receiver, defenseless and illegal contact. Why, why not? I mean. When you run the ball, there's so many less things that the, the one call that could hurt you on offense is holding.
0: Right. <laughs> can you imagine if you played in this era? Uh, I can't. <laughs> you put up some numbers. I can't, Marshall Faulk.
1: I, I I cannot imagine. I, I try <laughs> not to do that. But, <laughs> I understand. You know, but but looking at I, I, I watched the McCaffreys and I watch you know Saquon and, and, yeah. and Zeke and Tony Pollard. Um, uh, Pacheco and yeah. you know uh, uh, McKinney. And all, like I, I watch the guys, Chubb, and and I, I just like I like where the game is for the running backs. I like the fact that they that. You know they're not wearing guys down. You get to play a long time now. That's that's you, a great point. They're, they're playing two and three backs most teams, and and, yeah. I, and I believe you know, hey, it might hurt you from being the bell cow back to where you get the big money,
0: but you're going to play a longer career. You're right. They used to just churn through guys. Yeah. Um, Last question for you, Marshall Falk. Just just in terms of style of play, is there is there a running back you watch play? You named a bunch that you just it's a favorite for you as a master of that position to watch play the position today.
1: I, I, I would I would say Kamara. Oh yeah, um, McCaffrey. Um, th- those guys are th- are three down backs, um, and, you know, uh, what's, what's bad is I, I judge the back by the back without a quarterback, mm. and I've watched I, I've watched those two guys play without quarterbacks. You're right. And and you really get to tell, and, and then when you see them get something that resembles a quarterback, now you see the specialness, the specialty of them.
0: Sky's the limit. Marshall Falk here. Uh, appreciate the time. Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion. MVP, and at least for me, most importantly, a gentleman talking about the truth about drugs. The website, one more time for me. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. Get yourself informed. Mr. Falk, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank Thank you for being here, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, Have a great rest of your day. The Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk on the show. That was fun.